I am Whitney Barbary. I am your host, and you have found yourself listening to The Drip. This is where we play in the frequency of mindset, energetics, and strategy to create illogical growth in your business, delivered in a no-nonsense way, and sometimes with a little dose of Jesus. So thank you for being here, and let's dive into the episode. Hi, friends. Hello. Okay. There's... um. You're probably going to hear a little background noise today. I'm not in my office, um, so it's going to be a little loud. I apologize, but there's something that's on my heart, and I want to talk about it. And it's going to be, um, it's going to be a very vulnerable conversation, but it's definitely a conversation that needs to happen. And I just know that my the most nourishing clients for my soul, the clients that are so good for my evolution, um, the people in my world that are emotionally intelligent enough for this conversation will get it. And then, you know, there's also going to be people that don't get it and they're activated by this conversation, not in the best way, but this is just something that is not talked about enough and it really needs to be talked about. Um, By the way, I am running a podcast uh, contest right now. If you, I'm just going to drop this in very shortly because I want to get to this conversation. It's going to be really quick. If you rate and review my podcast and if you take a picture of your review and you send it to me, you will get three entries into a drawing. And if you tag me, like if you share an episode of the podcast and you tag me, you'll get an entry for every time you share the podcast. There's three different prizes you can win. One of the things you can win is a brand new Kate Spade bag. Um, that's just one of the prizes. So, and then another one is like a day of boxer coaching with me and just like, I don't know, there's so many good things. So you have until January 31st to participate in that, which is just in a couple of days. All right, I want to get into this thing that's been on my heart and I really want to have a conversation around it. And it is, you know, there's, and I will say this, there's good reason why what I'm about to say has been a topic of conversation. I actually, it very much was something, it was a conversation that needed to be had. There's a lot of talk in the, in the industry right now about, um, being a safe coach and being an ethical coach and that we need to be coaches that don't do harm, right? That is a conversation that definitely needs to be had because I was in some spaces that were, you know, for the first couple years of my business, I was in some coaching spaces that were not healthy and were borderline toxic and had actually some what we will call cult-like tendencies. I'm not saying it was a cult. I'm just saying there were things that were a strong semblance to things that go on in cults that are not good. Does that make sense? I believe that two things can be exist. I don't think that the space I was in was an actual cult. It wasn't a cult, but there were things that were problematic and they could be paralleled to things that happen in cults where you're like, this is problematic. This is not good. So I do believe in, you know, there's a lot of talk in the industry where it's like, we need to be holding coaches 
you know, accountable for being safe, for being ethical, for not doing harm, for being really, um, aware, not, it doesn't always have to be like quote unquote trauma informed. Like you don't have to be a trauma in special, a specialist, but just being trauma aware and understanding that when you're dealing with people's minds and their hearts and their emotions, it, this is, this is a very, this is a, um, a weighty calling, not heavy, but weighty. And there's a difference there. Now, that being said, where I think we've now swung the pendulum too far is that there's not any conversation about being a safe client and being an ethical client and taking measures to make sure that we are not clients that are doing harm to people. And, and the conversation I want to have today is not about how to be an ethical client or it's nothing like that or how to be a safe client. The conversation I want to have, and this was leading up to it, is that your coach is a human. And are you allowing your coach to be a human? Because we all want safe coaches and we want our coaches to be ethical and we want our coaches to be safe humans for us. But are you a safe client for your coach? You want your coach to be that safe landing pad for you, but are you a safe landing pad for your coach? I see so many people get into coaching relationships and this happens to me where clients get into a coaching relationship with me and it's not really a relationship. It's this one-sided situationship where they're just here. They think like, I'm going to pay her. I'm going to get something from her. This is just a transaction. She is just a means to an end and that's it. And I better get what I paid for. And I don't care about the coach, the, the human in her. I just want what I want. And then I'm out and that's it. And so many people are treating their coaches like a transaction and they want their coach to hold space for them to be a human, but they don't want to hold space for their coach to be a human. What do I mean by that? I mean, just like you have human experiences, so does your coach. Just like you have days where you're not really yourself, so does your coach. Just like you want people to see the human side of you, so does your coach. You don't want your coach to treat you as a transaction, right? We hate that. We hate that there are people in the industry that treat us like a number and treat us like we're just a transaction to them. And I believe that like, yes, we should speak out against those, like not out, but like we should speak up about those things. Those are important conversations to have. Listen, I'm a business coach and I take that very seriously with my clients where I'm like, stop treating your audience as a means to an end. Stop treating your audience like a dollar sign. I'm gonna take a drink of water. I don't edit my podcast, so all the things, you get all the things, so I don't edit out when I take a drink of water. But there needs to be a conversation where we're not treating our coach like a dollar sign or the, the solution to our marriage or the magical weight loss pill or whatever it is. It's, your coach is a human being. 
And you've, we've really got to start taking more responsibility as clients. This is not just a, it has to go both ways is what I'm trying to say. There's been way too much in the industry about coaches need to be ethical. Coaches need to be emotionally intelligent. Coaches need to be safe. Coaches need to make sure that they're not doing harm. But as clients, we need to be ethical and we need to be safe and we need to be emotionally intelligent and we need to make sure we are not causing harm in the way that we treat our coaches. And I mean, people can take this as they want and that's fine. That's fine. But I know people with actual emotional intelligence that are here to create a better world by what we do as coaches are here for this conversation. Your coach is a human being and are you allowing them to be a human being? Do we hold space for our coach to go through things while they're in the coaching relationship with us? Your coach has a family too. Your coach has a life too. Your coach has a human brain too. Things go on in their life. Things go on in their family. Things go on in their businesses. Things hurt them. They have a heart. They have emotions. They experience things. Are we holding space for that? Or are we putting our coaches on these pedestals where it's like, you have to get me this result and you have to get me this result by this date or I'm going to go tell everyone that your coaching sucks or if I don't like one thing that you say, if you have one off day and I don't feel like I got all the transformation that I needed off of one call, I'm going to quit the coaching relationship three months in even though I signed for six months and I'm going to demand all my money back and then I'm going to like rip you to shreds across the internet because you refuse to give me a refund or like all the things, right? Or we're like, I'm going to go through your entire program and then six months after the program is over, I'm going to come back to you and throw all my projections onto you and tell you that the program didn't work for me and now I would like my $2,000 back, right? Do we cancel our coaches because they say one thing that we don't agree with? Your coach is a human, Sometimes your coach is going to have an opinion or a way of doing something or a way of saying something. And you're not going to agree with it. So what? You have to have the self, like we have to have radical responsibility and self-awareness and discernment to know what is for us and what isn't. True mature leaders can hold the duality of I respect my coach. I trust them to mentor me. But this one thing right here, I just don't like, we just don't see eye to eye on it. Like that's just not how I would do it or how I think about it or how I see it. Or that's just not like, I think how I want to handle it. Right. Like maybe your coach, you get coaching on something and your coach is like, well, you know, if I was you, like, I'd probably do this. And then maybe you get off the call and you're like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know if that's, that's the way I want to do it. It's that's fine. But so many people don't have the emotional intelligence to hold that. And they just automatically want to be like, oh, this isn't the coach for me. I don't feel in alignment anymore. She said one thing. I don't feel aligned. I'm out of here. I want all my money back. I'm done. What is that? That's, that's a lack of emotional intelligence. And let me tell you, your coach is a human. That hurts them. Okay? 
I have had clients who I've coached for years. They were a private client for years. Then one day they just decide they don't like who I am at a new level of business. Maybe I grow, I evolve. They don't like that level anymore. They don't like that. They don't like this Whitney at this level. And then it's like they just want to throw out every, everything that you've ever done for them, helped them with, held them through, coached them on, anything. They just all of a sudden they're like, okay, well, I'm not really in alignment with your space anymore. So like I just want all my money back and I'm out of here. And we just treat our coaches like they should just be able to hold everything we throw at them. Instead of having the emotional intelligence to know, okay, maybe my season with my coach is just done. So let me finish out my time with them. And then we'll both just like move on to new seasons and it can be beautiful and good, but people don't want to handle it that way. They want to just throw the whole coaching relationship out, cancel the coach, demand their money back. And then when the coach is like, Hey, you know, that's not really my business practices. I don't do refunds. Then they, they cancel the coach. They want to blast them on the internet, block them, never talk to them again. And, and we think that because our coach can hold it, that they should have to hold that. We think that our coaches should just be, Oh, well, coaches should have emotional intelligence. So We just think we can throw all our projections on them and all our unhealed wounds and all our drama. We can just throw it on them because they should just be able to handle it. Well, just because they can handle it doesn't mean they should have to. Just like you don't want your coaches projecting things onto you. Like we all want our coaches to be emotionally intelligent. So they're not projecting onto their clients and that they're mature leaders and they're safe leaders. But why aren't we doing that for our coaches? Are you being a mature, safe leader for your, well, yeah, leader. Are you being a mature, safe leader in the coaching relationship with your coach? Are you safe? Are you a safe client? Because again, your coach, like let's say you're in a mastermind with 10 other people. Your coach is having to hold 10 people's businesses and 10 people's thoughts and 10 people's emotions and 10 people's lives because people have things going on in their life, right? And when you have a room of 10 people who all have put their coach on a pedestal and are expecting their coach to be perfect and are expecting their coach to have all the answers and are expecting their coach to never have a bad day and you have 10 people that are all like, okay, well, you need to get us this result and we all better have this result by the end of our time here or we're going to be really mad at you and we're going to demand our money back and we're going to put pressure on you. And if we don't get the result, we're going to go tell everybody. And oh, like every time you like say one thing that we don't like, we're going to get really triggered and we're going to project it onto you. Oh, oh, I didn't agree with that one thing that you said that one time. Like, that's just not how I see. That's just not like my point of view on that one thing. Oh my God. Oh my God. Me and my coach don't see eye to eye on like one thing, like one perspective. So now I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to cancel her. I'm done with her. I'm canceling her. I'm, I'm quitting the coaching relationship. I'm breaking my contract. I'm demanding my money back. I'm telling everybody she was, she was toxic. You don't want people doing that to you, but we're doing that to our coaches. And we think because they're the coach, they should have to handle it. And we can just do whatever we want. And I'm here to tell you, your coach is a human 
And your coach is holding a lot. Just because your coach can hold your projections does not mean he or she should have to. Just because your coach might be emotionally intelligent does not mean they should have to deal with your unhealed wounds that you don't want to deal with. Just because your coach is a coach and a leader and a mentor and they quote unquote knew what they were signing up for when they decided to be a coach. I mean, we got to go back to the golden rule. Treat other people the way you want to be treated. Do you want people signing up for your programs, getting all the content up front, and then ghosting you on payments? Do you want people doing that to you? I mean, I know I sound like I'm yelling about this and I'm getting a little fired up because I can't. I am. I can and I am. Seriously, I want you to think about it. Do you want someone to sign up for your program, make their first payment, and then ghost you on the rest of the payments after you already delivered the services? Like You gave them all the coaching up front. You gave them the program. You gave them the content. And they just stop paying you? Do you want people doing that to you? Then why do we do it to other coaches? Because we think things like, oh, well, she's having $20,000 a month, so she can afford it. Oh, well, I can't pay you right now. Can I pay you in three weeks? Do you want someone doing that to you? Do you want someone signing up for six months of coaching and then getting two months in and telling you like, oh, I didn't, I didn't really understand what I was signing up for. I don't really feel in alignment with this program. I just want to leave. Can I have my money back that I already paid? And I'm not making any more payments and I want the money back I already paid. I guess I didn't realize what this was. Do you want people doing that to you? Then why are we doing it to them? Do you want your clients to put the pressure on you that you, as their coach, always have to say everything the way that they want to hear it and you have to believe exactly the way that like your client believes and you have to like have the same exact perspectives as your client and that if one time you have one perspective that is slightly different than your clients, they're going to tell you they're not in alignment with the container anymore and they're going to want to leave. Do you want that pressure where it's like you have to be perfect all the time for them or they're going to quit? Then why do we put that on our coaches? Again, if you are a coach, just because maybe you do have the skills and the tools and the emotional intelligence that your clients could throw projections on you and maybe you could coach yourself through it, does that mean that you should have to deal with that though? No. No. If, if, if someone said to you, hey, Susie, if you want to be a coach, I hate to tell you, but like, your clients are going to get to be really mean to you. <clears throat> they get to be awful to you. They get to gaslight you. They get to project all their stuff onto you. Um, you're going to have to be perfect for them. You're going to have to say everything they want to hear, <clears throat> exactly how they want to hear it. You can't ever have a different viewpoint than them, which means somehow you're just going to be a mind reader and you're going to need to know what all their viewpoints are. You're going to have to give them perfect coaching all the time. You're going to have to be on your A game all the time. You're never allowed to have a bad day. You're never allowed to go through anything in your personal life. Just everything has to be perfect all the time, 24 seven. 
Mm -hmm. And you, whatever like coaching that you offer, whatever results that you offer, you have to get those results for them. Like the first five minutes that they're working with you or they're going to quit and they're going to demand all their money back. So that's just part of being a coach. And all of those things are your responsibility. They, they are your responsibility to hold all of those things. Nobody would sign up to be a coach. But for some reason, when we're on the client side of the relationship, that's how we look at the coach. We don't, we don't see the human. And I can tell you right now, I am in a place in business where I have no desire and I will not take on clients. And if somehow I vet the client and I don't catch it and we get into a coaching relationship and I catch it later, I 100% will let the client go if I figure out that the client does not see what we have as a relationship and it's just a one-sided means to an end. If in their mind I can tell they're like, well, I paid you and all I want is for you to get me XYZ result and I do not care about you as a human, I'm just here for the result or I'm out and I will, and I will go out with a bang when I leave. I have no desire to work with clients like that. I have worked with clients like that. I took on those clients for years. I thought that was normal. It is not normal and it is not okay. If I want to have to work with people that treat me like shit, I will go back to bartending. Yeah, I'll do that. And then I wouldn't have to worry about getting clients and taxes and managing teams, you know? If you really want to get the most out of your coaching and your mentorship with your mentor and your coach... You need to start seeing it as a two-sided relationship with two humans. Now, yes, your coach is your mentor. They are your coach, right? You go to them because they hold a certain level of leadership. And I understand that. But you need to see them as the human just as much as you see them as the coach. You need to care about them as the human that they are and not just about them being a means to an end for you. I promise you, when you can take your coach off the pedestal and see them as a human, it will change the results that you get inside of the container. It is a coaching relationship, not a one-sided means to an end where you think, well, I paid you, give me the result right now or else, and that's all I care about. We've got, we have really, honestly, to sum this up, I would just think of it like the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. So you need to start treating your mentor the way that you want your clients to treat you. You need to start seeing your mentor the way that you want your clients to see you. You've got to show up in the coaching relationship with your coach the way you want your clients to show up for you. I mean, it's, it's really that simple. Treat, treat others the way you want to be treated. Treat your coach the way you want to be treated by your clients. Treat your mentors the way you want to be treated by your clients. I don't know where we lost that along the way where we are so, we're just all about coaches need to be safe. And I'm like, yeah, but if I'm being honest with you, like, and I've been around the coaching industry for 
really almost six years. I've been coaching for almost five. I had a life coach for like eight months before I became a coach. So I've been around the industry almost six full years. And I can tell you right now, because I work with, I have worked with hundreds of clients at this point. I have seen way more unsafe clients than I have seen unsafe coaches. That is a hundred percent fact. I am seeing way, way, way more unethical clients than I'm seeing unethical coaches. That is a fact. The ratio of emotion, like the ratio of coaches lacking emotional intelligence to the ratio of clients lacking emotional intelligence. I mean, it's like 10 to one. There's way more clients out here lacking emotional intelligence than there are coaches and mentors that are lacking emotional intelligence. And I can tell you right now from experience on my own end and from what I see my peers go through and then what I watch other people do to their coaches and then think it's cute. There are way more instances of clients doing harm to their coach than the coach doing harm to the clients. Now, again, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. I have been in, in uh, like I have been in more than one harmful coach client relationship where I was the client. Things that I've had to actually like process through when they were over. So I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. So do not twist my words and be like, oh, Whitney's trying to say that blah, blah, blah. No. I'm not. What I'm saying is I have been on both sides and I have been in this industry almost six years and I have been around a lot of different coaching playgrounds, a lot of different coaching circles. And the lack of integrity amongst clients is far outweighing the lack of integrity amongst coaches. I am telling you that right now. And we've got to start cleaning that up as a collective as a collective, because not only do I want to see the, us as a collective do better, I also can tell you this, that when you are not checking in and making sure that you are being a safe client and an ethical client and a client that actually cares about their coach and their mentor as a human, you're cheating yourself out of a beautiful relationship where you actually would see time collapse for you and whatever results you're looking for with that coach, I'm telling you that the most potent, powerful results are going to be on the other side of creating a really beautiful relationship with your coach and your mentor. But we have to stop putting all the weight of that on the coach and mentor. It's, it's almost like people look at the coaching relationship like, well, I'm the one paying the coach, so the coach has to carry this now. It's the coach's responsibility to make sure we have a good relationship. It's the coach's responsibility to make sure I get the results. It's the coach's responsibility to have the emotional intelligence. It's the coach's responsibility to be safe. But I want you to think about a dating relationship or a friendship or a marriage. How is that going to work? How is that going to work if only one person is doing all the work to make sure it's, it's a clean relationship and it's a healthy relationship and it's a smooth relationship and it's a loving relationship? How, if you were date, if you were in a marriage with someone and it was one-sided, how would that go? If you were in a friendship that was one-sided, how would that go? 
Like, I really want you to think about that. If we really like compare it to a marriage, how's that going to go? It's not, it's not going to go very well for very long. So I would love to see us clean this up on the coach side and on the client side. Let's all be safe. Let's all create genuine care and connection with each other. Let's all be ethical. Let's all work on our emotional intelligence. Let's all learn how to communicate like humans with each other. Let's all be able to hold the duality of this is my coach, but they're also a human. This is my client, but they're also a human. I mean, really, truly, this is all coming down to emotional intelligence, like 100%. If we could create more relationships that were two-sided, we would see so much growth as a collective. And we would see a lot less heartbreak in the industry as a collective. And we would see a lot less harm being done as a collective. But it doesn't, you know what? That's another podcast. I was going to go into something else, but I'm like, no, it's another podcast episode. So listen. Why don't we start seeing our coaches as humans? Because they are. Golden rule, everyone. Golden rule. Treat your coaches and your mentors the way you want your clients to treat you. And if we all just did that one simple thing, this industry would, it would be a beautiful thing. It already is a beautiful thing. It would just be more beautiful, right? So... I love you guys. I know this was a little bit heavier of a conversation, but it's definitely one that needs to be talked about more. I'm going to be talking about it more on my socials. I may talk about it more on the podcast Um, because I have spoken up in the past about, you know, coaches do need to be ethical. Coaches do need to be safe. Coaches do need to make sure that they're not doing harm, but it was, it's, that can become a very one-sided conversation if we're not careful because it actually really does go both ways. So, okay. I love you all. I really, I really hope you heard my heart on this. I hope you heard my passion behind it because I care because I care about the coaches and the clients. I care about everyone and I just want really good things for everybody, but I love you all. I hope you have an amazing day. Don't forget to rate the podcast, take a screenshot, send it to me in my DMS on social media, or you can email it to me at support at whitneybarbary.com. And then, uh, also if you share an episode of the podcast, you also get an entry every time you share the podcast. So there's that. I love you guys. You have until the 31st to get on, on the podcast contest and I will see you all on the next episode. Y'all thank you so much for diving into this episode of the drip with me. I'll tell you what would make me really happy. Could you take maybe two minutes and go rate and review the podcast? That would make me so, 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 so happy. I would adore you. I would appreciate you. If you're loving this podcast, please go rate and review it. It's how I get the word out about it. I love putting on this podcast, but it does take a little bit of time and energy on my part. It's totally free. And the way for me to continue to do this and keep it free and keep it supported as if you rate and review. So I appreciate you. I adore you. Thank you for the review in advance. Have an amazing day.